0: So last night, um, we had just amazing news. We had uh, 17 people brought into the Catholic Church here at Lords last night. It's absolutely beautiful. Uh, we had a really, really powerful Easter vigil. Um, last night, we had one of our servers challenge me in the sacristy before Mass. And he said, Father Brian, your record for the Easter vigil is three hours and 15 minutes. He's like, I challenge you. And I was like, do you want me to go shorter or longer? (laughs) And he, of course, said longer, as all of you would as well, I'm sure. Um, But uh, it was a powerful liturgy. It was beautiful. I thought we did about two and a half hours. We tied the record last night. It was three hours and 15 minutes. So I just want you to know we've got lots of time (laughs) this morning. (laughs) We've got plenty of time together. When I was growing up, if you're old enough to remember, most of you will, there were two great comic strips that were the best. Back in those days where we all got newspapers at our houses, and you go to the comic section, and if you were a kid, and you would skip all the comics that were boring, and you would always go to the two that were the best. And it was Calvin and Hobbes, which, right, it's amazing. If you don't like Calvin and Hobbes, you don't have a soul. If you're visiting, they're like, who is this priest? Uh, But Calvin Hobbes was great, but I think even the better one was the far side. The far side was so great. And you could always count on Gary Larson to give you just something amazing. And I was praying this week thinking about, oh, my goodness, we're at Easter. Lord, what do you want me to, to bring to the people this year? What do you want me to talk to them about? And for some reason, I started thinking about the far side. Um, now, if you remember, Gary Larson, there are many famous far side cartoons that, that we all remember. Someone reminded me last night, there's a, and they sent it to me. There's a great one where Moses is looking in the mirror, and it, the caption says, Moses parts his hair. And it's like, <laughs> like, that's pretty good. And I don't know Gary Larson's story, but Gary Larson, in his comic strip, he talks a lot about heaven and hell. And you'll remember some of these, maybe one, couple of them from heaven. There's a, a one he has on dog heaven, where every hour on the hour, a truck made entirely out of ham drives across heaven, and all the dogs chase after it. Oh. My favorite one I've seen on Heaven is Colonel Sanders, right? Kentucky Fried Chicken. Colonel Sanders is at the pearly gates of Heaven. And at the gates are two giant statues of chickens. And he looks up and he says, uh-oh. <laughs> but for some reason, the, the cartoons that Gary um, Larson did about hell, they were always so funny. So there's a couple I looked up. I was thinking about pulling down our screen, but we have too many screens in our life. So I don't like having screens in church. So you can look these up if you want when you go home. <clears throat> but there's, there's one that has the caption. It says, graffiti in hell. And on the walls it says, Satan is a warm and tender guy. <laughs> For a pleasant conversation, call Satan. And then there's a little one in the corner that says, hey, you call this hot? But my all-time favorite, because uh, I'm a coffee drinker, uh, and if you don't drink coffee, I don't trust you because I don't know how you function. But uh, there's one, in, there's, you probably remember this one, so there's one in hell, and there's these demons, and they have uh, whips, and they're driving people, and there's a guy getting a cup of coffee, and he says, Oh, even the coffee's cold. They thought of everything. (laughs) So those are always funny. But here's what I want to do today. It's great to laugh, but today what I want to do with you, today is the greatest day of the year. Today is a day that should change everything. And brothers and sisters, I think sometimes we laugh and we joke about things that are too serious for us to engage And I wonder about that with Gary Larson. Heaven is real. I wish it weren't, but hell is also real. And sometimes we don't quite understand how to engage that reality. And so it's easier to kind of laugh at it. Brothers and sisters, today is about heaven and hell. Hell. And today especially, all of you know, today is a day of unbelievable joy. Today is about heaven. Today is the day that changes everything. You should walk out of this church today filled with a joy that you could never even put into words. St. Augustine, every year at Easter, I'm reminded, Augustine has this wonderful line where he says, Reason has words, but only the lovers sing. Reason has words, but only the lover sings. And today on the day of our redemption, there's things we just can't put to words And our song today. Our wonderful musicians can help us to lift our hearts to God. But to understand heaven and to understand how powerful today is, we have to understand what happened yesterday. On Holy Saturday. And so today, today's uh, homily, there's one scriptural line. I encourage you, this is a wonderful scripture verse to memorize. When I was praying this week, I felt like God just put this on my heart. Revelation 1:18. St. John is in heaven, or he's caught up in the spirit into heaven, and he has this vision of Jesus. And he falls down at the feet of the risen Christ, And Jesus says this to him. He says, Fear not. I am the first and the last and the living one. I knew that was going to happen. My my glass lens broke as I was walking over to the church today. (laughs) But it's Easter, right? (laughs) So it's good. Okay. Fear not. I am the first and the last. And the living one, I died, and behold, I am alive forevermore. And here's the key line that I want to give you today. Brothers and sisters, if anything should give you joy, hope, and life, it is this line. Jesus says to John, here in, John, or in Revelation 1:18. He says, I have the keys of death and of Hades. Hades is one of the words we translate as hell. Fear not, I am the first and the last and the living one. I died and behold, I am alive forevermore. And I have the keys of death and of hell. I wish hell wasn't real. I don't like talking about it. I don't like thinking about it. But in this life, all of us, right, at different moments, we experience some of the horrific fruits of that infernal place. This year during my RCIA class, we had a young woman who came and joined us, and she was involved and some very worldly things. We won't go into that. But somehow she ended up at Lords. She called our church. She came and met with me. And she was really skeptical, and she wasn't sure she could belong here. And she came to a couple of RCIA classes, and she, came to, she started coming to Mass. She made it to about three or four Masses here. And she committed suicide six weeks ago. It's one of the most awful things I have ever encountered as a priest. And the people here who got to know her watched her as she was changing her life, as she was turning to God. And she was finding hope. And we pray for her today. If you do not have a Mass intention today, if you didn't come to Mass having something to offer to God I would encourage you, pray for that young woman, that God would free her and he would save her. Hell brings awful things. Each of us in our own life, we have moments where we feel like we are not loved. We have relationships that end. We have moments where we have heard the evil one. I know I have say to our, our hearts and our souls, he whispers to us and he says, you are worthless. There are terrible things that Satan has wrought in this world. C.S. Lewis has a great image in mere Christianity. When he talks about hell, he says, the gates of hell are locked, but not from the outside. God doesn't lock them. He says they're locked from the inside. And all of us, if we give in to these things, we can lock that gate and we can lock ourselves in to keep God out. Brothers and sisters, Jesus says to us today, fear not. I am the first and the last and the living one. I died, and behold, I am alive forevermore. And I have the keys of death and of hell. There are people in our world, and there are people in eternity, who have locked themselves against God. And Jesus Christ holds the keys of death and of hell itself. And there is no better news than that. There is nothing greater than that. On Good Friday, Jesus, brothers and sisters, his sufferings, Father Sean talked about this, if you were here on Good Friday, the sufferings of Jesus are not primarily physical. They're spiritual. And as Jesus bears the consequence for our sins, he goes to the depths. Today when you go home, I want to encourage you, look up the icon of the resurrection. The icon of the resurrection, very ancient. And when you look at it, what you'll see is Jesus is standing on the cross And he's reaching out his hands, and he's pulling two people out of their tombs. Those two people are Adam and Eve. And underneath him are a thousand keys lying on the ground. And that icon takes its imagery from this verse from Revelation 118. Because Jesus has the keys of death and of hell. I don't know all of you. I know a lot of you. Brothers and sisters, every one of us, right, we're so good at putting forward a great look. But many of us in this church today, we have locked ourselves into prison. Jesus has the key to your prison. His love that went to the depths, right? Today is the victory over sin, over death, over hell. Jesus' love that goes all the way to the depths has broken every bar, has unlocked every chain, and can free every single one of us for eternity. What amazing, tremendous news What an incredible thing to receive from God. If you get this, if you have not encountered this yet, I want to encourage you. Maybe you're a visitor today. Maybe your parents dragged you to Mass. If you're a visitor today, I would encourage you so much. And for those of you who are regular as well, get on your knees today and ask Him for that gift. Say, Jesus... Lord, I have this prison that I have locked myself in. Lord, I know you have the key. And that you can free me from this prison. If you understand this, if you haven't tasted that freedom of Jesus Christ that redeems every man, woman, and child, if you taste that, What I want to encourage you to, you will never miss a Sunday Mass. I told our new Catholics last night, I was like, if you miss a Sunday Mass, you've missed this whole point. And I was like, Father Vito will come after you with his lightsaber. (laughs) He will find you and he will get you here. When you taste this, Sunday Mass is not an obligation. Today is the day of our freedom. In every resurrection account, I want to leave you with this. Our Lady of Lords is an amazing place. We had all these visitors last night. And people, were they're way too kind to me. And they're like, Father Brian, what an amazing church. You can feel the love for God in the congregation here. Amen. What an amazing gift. Brothers and sisters, our work is just getting started here at Lords. In every resurrection account, when you taste the goodness of Christ and his victory, the only proper response is for us to go out there and to bring the good news to those who are in chains. That's our mission. This is the mission of the church. After Peter and St. John today run to the tomb... They will spend the rest of their lives running out to the world to bring freedom to prisoners. Today is not just any day. Today is the day the Lord has made. Today is the day of our eternal joy. Jesus, renew our faith, our hope, and our love. Bring life to those in death. You who have conquered Satan and his kingdom. Jesus, bring life to all of us. Lord, today we pray for anyone who has locked themselves in prison, anyone whose sin has overpowered them. Jesus, you are the first and the last. You died and behold, you live forevermore. Jesus, you have the keys of death, and the keys of hell. Today we have, in lieu of the creed, the renewal of baptismal promises, Please stand. brethren, through the Paschal Mystery, we have been buried with Christ in baptism so that we may walk with him in newness of life. And so now that our Lenten observance is concluded, let us renew the promises of holy baptism by which we once renounced Satan and his works and promised to serve God in the holy Catholic Church. And so I ask you, do you renounce Satan? I do. And all his works? I do. And all his empty show? I do. Do you believe in God, the Father, almighty creator of heaven and earth? I do. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was born of the Virgin Mary, suffered death and was buried, rose again from the dead, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. I do. do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the Communion of Saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting? I do. And may Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has given us new birth by water and the Holy Spirit and bestowed on us forgiveness of our sins. Keep us by his grace, in Christ Jesus our Lord, for eternal life. Amen. with faith renewed, with the joy of the risen Christ. Let us now lift up our prayers.
1: That the church may manifest in tangible ways the truth of Christ triumphant over death, we pray to the Lord. Lord, That oppression, hatred, and injustice of every sort may be put to death Through the resurrection of Christ Jesus, we pray to the Lord. Lord, That Christ, risen from the dead, will bless our country, our parish, and our families, we pray to the Lord. Lord, That the newly baptized and confirmed will find in the church the joy and happiness at which their hearts long, we pray to the Lord. For the grace to be faithful in living our Catholic faith, especially through fidelity to Sunday Mass and the sacraments, we pray to the Lord. Lord hear our <clears throat> that the truth of Christ's resurrection will deeply change our lives, renewing our families and blessing us with the new beginning we need. We pray to the Lord. That the God of mercy will hear our prayers as we pray for the sick and suffering, especially Deacon Maladin, Martinovich, Mary Erickson, Grace Shapi, and Holden Weaver. For the faithful departed, especially Sid Skaggs, that the Lord will welcome them into the joy of heaven. We pray to the Lord. Lord. That the God of mercy will hear the prayers we now offer in the silence of our hearts. We pray to the Lord.
0: Lord, God our Father, you have brought Easter joy to your church. Fill us with faith, hope, and love that we might proclaim your goodness and bring many souls to your kingdom. Grant this through Christ our Lord. Amen.
2: Please join us in our offertory hymn, number 375, Ye Sons and Daughters. That's number 375 in Source and Summit.
0: This morning's Mass is offered for the evangelization of all those who live in our parish boundaries. Pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. exultant with paschal gladness, O Lord, we offer the sacrifice by which your church is wondrously reborn and nourished, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Give them up Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is, right and just. it is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, O oh Lord. But on this day, above all, to lodge you yet more gloriously when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed, for he is the true lamb who takes away the sins of the world. By dying, he has destroyed our death, and by rising, restored our life. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exalts in your praise, and even the heavenly powers, with the angelic hosts, You, therefore, most merciful Father, we make humble prayer and petition through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, that you accept and bless these gifts, these offerings, these holy and unblemished sacrifices, which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church. Be pleased to grant her peace to guard, unite, and govern her throughout the whole world, together with your servant Francis, our Pope, and Samuel, our Bishop, and all those who, holding to the truth, hand on the Catholic and apostolic faith. Remember, Lord, your servants, and all gathered here whose faith and devotion are known to you. For them we offer you the sacrifice of praise, or they offer it for themselves and all who are dear to them. For the redemption of their souls, in hope of health and well-being, and paying their homage to you, the eternal God living and true. Celebrating the most sacred day of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ in the flesh, and in communion with those whose memory we venerate, especially the glorious ever-Virgin Mary, mother of our God and Lord Jesus Christ, and blessed Joseph, her spouse, your blessed apostles and martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew, and all your saints. Admit us, we beseech you into their company, We ask that through their merits and prayers in all things we may be defended by your protecting help. Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept this oblation of our service, that of your whole family, which we make to to you also, for those to whom you have been pleased to give, the new birth of water and the Holy Spirit, granting them forgiveness of all their sins. Order our days in your peace and command that we be delivered from eternal damnation and counted among the flock you have chosen. Be pleased, O God, we pray to bless, acknowledge, and approve this offering in every respect. Make it spiritual and acceptable, so that it may become for us the body and blood of your most beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, he took bread in his holy and venerable hands. And with eyes raised to heaven to you, O God, his almighty Father, Giving you thanks, he said, the blessing broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body A similar way when supper was ended he took the chalice and once more giving thanks he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples saying take this all of you and drink from it Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the blessed passion, the resurrection from the dead, and the glorious ascension into heaven of Christ, your Son, our Lord, we, your servants and your holy people, offer to your glorious majesty from the gifts that you have given us, this pure victim, this holy victim, this spotless victim, a holy sacrifice, a spotless victim. In humble prayer, we ask you, Almighty God, command that these gifts be borne by the hands of your holy angel to your altar on high in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of us who through this participation at the altar receive the most holy body and blood of your Son, May be filled with every grace and heavenly blessing. Remember also, Lord, your servants who have gone before us with the sign of faith and rest in the sleep of peace. Grant them, O Lord, we pray, and all who sleep in Christ, a place of refreshment, light, and peace. To us also, your servants, to those sinners, hope in your abundant mercies, graciously grant some share in fellowship with your holy apostles and martyrs, with John the Baptist, Stephen, Matthias, Barnabas, and all your saints. Admit us, we beseech you into their company, not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon through Christ our Lord through whom you continue to make all these good things, O Lord. You sanctify them, fill them with life, bless them, and bestow them upon us. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty, Father, who live in reign forever and ever the peace of the lord be with you always
1: let us offer each other the sign of peace